listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm about to change the focus from the richest to the brokest. I wrote this opus to reverse the hypnosis. Whoever's closest to the line gonna win it. You gonna fall trying to ball while my team win the pennant and I'm about to begin it for a minute then run it for the senate. Make a slumlord for you to tend it. Give his money to kids to spend it and then amend it. Every law that ever, pre- that ever prevented our survival since our arrival documented in the Bible like Moses and Aaron. Things gonna change it's apparent and all the transparent gonna be seen through get let god redeem you keep your dean true you can get the green too watch out for what they can what you clean get to observe how a queen do and i remain calm reading 73rd psalm because i because with all this going on i got the world in my palm man hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen you can get the money you can get the power keep your eyes on the final hour um we're live on a saturday with your feedback guys the blackout tips podcast is brought to you by listeners like you Mm -hmm. um you can go to the blackouthotips.com look on the right hand side and donate to the show there's like a big old button and you can do recurring donations one-time donations we take some all yes thank you we appreciate some all and uh we give you a shout out on the show no matter what the size you get the same shout out and we're going to get into that in a second uh, you can also go to uh, theblackoutist.com and leave comments on each episode for absolutely free 99. You can vote in the polls for free. Leave comments on the polls that you voted in for free. For free. You can also email us, theblackoutist at gmail.com. Uh, messaging rights may apply. Um, you can also e- uh, <laughs> leave us voicemails that are two minutes or less at 704 uh, You know, Of course, I'll text voicemail and... Uh, data rates may may apply um and uh yeah you can uh get in contact with us and this is where we read what you thought about what we had to say through the week that's it uh but first let's shout out the people that gave us money i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day new day and new money shout out to black film press comics thank you so much mm-hmm. uh kevin uh our cousin uh mm-hmm. cousin-in-law i don't know how that works just wanted to show you guys some love from <laughs> Chantel and kevin thank you thank you i had dinner with them this week after we uh saw your other cousin in a uh, play because you know we uh went to the theater we did we was all fancy and shit got some culture uh on, on the rest of you philistines um shakespeare have you heard of him no <laughs> well we have laurie uh laura f recurring donator kafani g recurring donation thank you christopher d same thing tabitha m Corey the tickler appreciate you uh we got a recurring donation from april g conrad official first time recurring donator brian f brianna f thank you so much dia h thank you alexis h no relation june from harlem the other h hollow uh tanya s thank you so much regina g appreciate you wonga all the way from the land down under sending us them uh australian dollars thank you wonga our girl ray sani writer on rail um on fox comes on right after uh family guy mm-hmm. uh samuel h thank you very much for your recurring donation dana w same to you tiffany b we appreciate you and uh that's everybody thank you so much for everybody that donated 
Sing me out. The Holy Ghost power then. I smile, even though it hurts me, I smile, I know God is working so I smile, even though I've been here for a while, I smile, smile, it's so hard to look up when you look down, show a hate to see you give up now, you look so much better when you smile, smile. Let's get into the actual uh, five-star reviews you guys left. We got two of them on iTunes for the Blackout Tips. Just go to iTunes, search the Blackout Tips, leave us a five-star review. It's that easy. Mm-hmm. Um, don't cuss in it. It won't get through. My favorite podcast by TK353, who says, Ryder Karen are literally the best podcasters on the planet. Of course, it's five stars, because that's why I'm reading it. Right. Thoughtful commentary, honest reviews. This podcast will make you think, laugh, mad, and laugh again. The premium shows are worth every penny. Give it a listen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, and last one is Nikki State Picky. And it says, A from the Bay, five stars. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out. Thank you for putting five on it. Shout mm-hmm. out to the Bay. Mm-hmm what's happening in rod and karen sitting in love from oakland california aka the town i'm down i'm forever grateful for my big sis putting me on this podcast by force whether we were on the way to the club <laughs> shout out to big sis on the way to the club or the gym we were listening to the blackout tips over the last over the latest bass slaps anywho i just wanted to say that y'all are nothing but a blessing bringing out the best ugly laughs from me in inappropriate spaces i'm 23 and a sister gotta prioritize her mental physical and spiritual health come on learning that lesson out early and shit i wish i had uh peep game at 23 come on (laughs) (laughs) you get there when you get there but you be looking like Woo, my life would have been a little different. Well, I should have been thinking about myself. What the um, hell was that all these years? Uh, that has ended in me censoring myself from particular news sources or news in general. Thank you for being the only outlet thus far that I can consistently listen to on a daily basis since y'all keeping it so light but trill. If y'all have any suggestions for any other news sources that are a little less depressing, I'm so open to other suggestions, uh, for friends and family since my sister and I have put everyone on to y'all already um you know here's the thing for me i can't speak for everybody else because partially doing this show it kind of sucks uh not that i don't love doing the show but it kind of sucks because i'm the one that filters the articles Mm -hmm. so i normally see see a lot of shit that i don't want to see to be frank you know like when i'm looking for like guest race articles if y'all could see i could make an entire show of what the fuck i won't talk about uh guess the race that i didn't find funny that i don't think is uh even you know like sometimes people go man this this story is kind of dark and i'm like if you saw what i had to pick from today this is the least dark you know like come on other darkness oh he threw a dog in a paper shredder it's like yes that's terrible that's terrible you don't want to see the ones that i don't talk about right the ones that i opt out of yeah so um you know what i do for a lot of news personally is i like to one listen to podcasts um and we don't have a lot of daily podcasts that are topical unfortunately Mm -mm. and a lot of the more political podcasts are not funny 
agree no, no offense no to, offense they you know they're yeah. just not very good at being funny and mm-hmm. and that partially because they don't take it they're, they're taking it very serious there is no right. joke right there is no punchline <laughs> like there's nothing funny here they're like get your ass out and vote or you know trump gonna kill us all or whatever yeah and 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 i enjoy some of those podcasts but i have to listen to them sporadically because every time i listen to them all i hear is nobody knows the trouble i see i'm like i look i can't listen to this all the time yeah and doing it daily for or four or five times a week is even less common mm-hmm. but um anyway all that to say i really like the daily show i don't know if anybody else watches it anymore or whatever or maybe it's kind of like luke cage or the people that like it and watch it just don't talk about it because we don't want to hear that you don't like trevor Noah or some right some shit like that right. we, but, we don't want to argue with you um i love the daily show i think they're doing great work i think trevor noah is getting better every fucking day i already thought he was good when he got the job because I'm, I'm not one of those like john stewart is the only person that can tell me the news like nah um i think trevor's really funny and engaging i think he's also a much better interviewer than john stewart no offense to john but john had this way of like placating to the guests sometimes to an overbearing amount um also the roster of guests they get now is much more interesting um like uh before it felt like there was a certain type of guest that they always got and then like the younger guest it was kind of like john stewart's you know 50 50 year old self trying to understand what exactly makes a kendrick lamar so great and so relevant right whereas with trevor is immediately relevant like i listen to you yeah, like you're in my car right now like we you're in my my iphone right now um that you know vince staples like there's like there's not this who are you man like type of feel to that type of stuff and um i don't know i just i just think that's one of the few ways i can filter the news and it does kind of keep you up on stuff you know like um the other part of the news is that trump is so overbearing yes he is his white house is such a tremendous scandal every single second of the day if you put it on msnbc uh, the bottom scroll is just nothing but trump this trump that trump this why they talking about him too yeah and so i understand how it makes you want to turn the news off and uh even there's certain websites i used to get stories from i don't go to anymore Mm -mm. because like raw story was one of my favorite websites because they used to kind of just collect the news of the day i could peruse it and be like oh okay let me go check out this article and now the front page is trump 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 the whole fucking front page trump 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 something racist trump 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 one political thing about christianity is trump 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 adjacent trump shit trump trump you know like it's just too much so i completely get you so i don't really know what i can suggest that does it as often as we do right and i don't know what i can suggest that does it as funny as we do and all that is just is a long roundabout way to say we the shit <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like what we do is, is much rare what we do is much harder than people think come <laughs> on it is much harder than people think because there's a lot of stuff <laughs> where you start off like this shit ain't really that funny all right it is actually funny if you actually look at it from a different perspective yeah like we get serious at times and then we bring it back to funny and it's hard to do that shit not everything can be a joke but not everything gotta be like karen said nobody knows the trouble i've seen come on everybody's just crying right and so if we can be the filter that makes it so that you know what's up but you ain't wallowing in sorrow because you know what's up i'm down with that Mm -hmm. i'm down with that like 
i i, I kind of hope that that's what we do for people to a certain extent because i make the show that i need to hear and the show that i need to hear is one where <laughs> ah! you know where they're like like completely silly and shirking like watching the world burn and fiddling and, and acting like nothing's happening no nah, i want people to be like listen voter registrations are fucked up in georgia and this dude is is trying to basically steal the the Alexia. governorship he sure is and and at the same time put it from zero to a hundred and make a joke about it afterwards you know so anyway all that to say uh yeah i don't know anybody else who does what we do but i do like the daily show and i'm I'm guessing the other news shows probably do it too but i think they do it less like is samantha b every day or or is that like once a week i know john oliver's once a week Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of those shows are not every day yeah it's very hard to do it every day man and i I think daily show doesn't get enough credit Mm -hmm. that five days a week a lot of people underestimate how time consuming five days a week could be when you're producing things like that yeah i never got to get into um the show that came on after the daily show and and that's that's on me because i think pia glenn writes for that show or she wrote for that show i don't know if it's still on um jordan Klepper's show um i think it's called the opposition so uh, that's on me but yeah i I just thought the daily show was really is is i think the daily show is great and a good source of news without making you want to like you know harm yourself um lastly uh she says these ogs are more into reading full articles and podcasts <laughs> all power to the people nikki shout out thank, thank you thank you and uh hey you know what don't knock reading them full articles because like because you can find some shit out where you was like oh this ain't what they've been telling me yeah what i was gonna say is um we need more people to read full articles i think to be informed yes um i think not enough people read full articles to be honest with you it's it's kind of ridiculous um how many people go by a headline yep and then you know and i because i've done it before too but then as stuff comes out as you get more informed your opinion changes and then sometimes i have an opinion and then i listen to you read the full article i'm like oh that's not because a lot of times things are presented to us on purpose for an emotional response regardless of what really happened and if you really and if you get down into it you go oh the way y'all presented this i thought it was this way but it's actually the opposite of what you're presenting like y'all shouldn't do this bullshit tell the truth in the headline that's low-key one of the reasons um that's one one of the easiest ways to get me to stop listening to a podcast is if they consistently don't know what the fuck they're talking about but will sit up there and talk about shit for a long period of time and it's all speculation and it'll bother me because i'm normally a person that will go read the article so that i do know what the fuck i'm talking about and if i really if it's if i'm really struggling for time i'll be like well we'll just read it on the air i'll read the whole fucking thing rather than to just be like it's basically this you know um and 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 a lot of times it saves you um time because people aren't gonna write in to correct you you're not gonna have to issue some retraction or apology later later um it takes discipline and honestly sometimes you're still gonna mess up sometimes with so much fake news out there and fake websites and people falling for facebook hoax and stuff like that and so many like just like uh really biased sites and stuff it sometimes you can get tricked you know and one of the things i like doing sometimes on the show is dissecting the trick of the of the news to be like hey guys did y'all realize this person is saying black twitter is talking bad about simone biles hair 
but i actually went and did the research and looked at all the tweets and that's not what's happening Mm-mm. and it's it's them triggering your anti-blackness so that you go wow black people we are so tough on ourselves we don't love ourselves black women always talking about somebody else's hair and then you go look it up and you're like four retweets um no likes this person has 12 followers oh this isn't an article this is like this actually didn't happen they made up something to make a headline to make you read the headline and go the fuck off and i watch people get fooled by that kind of shit and then i think to myself like i don't want to have a show that does that um even some of the most hot button topics on like black twitter and shit sometimes that are like trending if you investigate just a little bit you'll be like that's not what happened and the real story is like oh they don't like this person because they said such and such a long time ago it's not actually this thing they did and that's why we had this response correct you know um like last yesterday i saw somebody saying (laughs) this is so funny i don't know if you guys know who taylor rooks is Mm -mm. but um she is this fine ass black woman reporter like she you guys may even know who she is and not know who she is like um she i don't know if you saw the clip where she interviewed michael beasley and he was saying some stupid shit about um about we only use a certain percentage of our brain so then why who was the person that used 11 percent of our brain to figure out we only use 10 and she was like what the fuck you talking about <laughs> like the fuck are you talking about nigga uh anyway she's fine as fuck right mm-hmm. and so i saw somebody yesterday and this is just like a little twitter investigation thing like somebody that was just talking and i just looked up this what they were talking about they were like oh so black men aren't gonna keep that same energy for this dude that said taylor rooks has um european facial features and that or uh european features and that's why they're attracted to her because they're not you know they're not normally attracted to black women it was some black dude that said that apparently right okay hold on hold on before you get caught up in that part because that's the reaction that they want you to have right you already about to go off okay so what they got doing anything well hold on i looked up i was like so who said it right because i'm thinking to myself it must be some prominent person in order for us all to need to react to this person and shut them down right because clearly it was important and people saw it and that and black men let everybody down because we didn't react to it so i went and googled taylor rooks or white features or whatever Mm -hmm. it was a dude that had 99 followers i'm not making any of this shit up 99 followers he said it 12 hours ago it got no retweets it got three likes and like three replies how the fuck could anyone know who the fuck that was what he was talking about no one like he's a person of no importance and nobody was communicating or interacting with him at the time there was no way for all the black men to get the bat signal to be like taylor rooks is a song as a fine african queen and you will not da 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 like there was no memo there's no thing there There was no memo it, he didn't get twenty thousand retweets or likes right and of course the statement is ridiculous you right. know she's she's, oh, a, she's gorgeous right and she's clearly a black woman you just you're some type of a coon that's not attracted attracted to black women you had to make an excuse or some shit maybe you're even a troll i don't know you so none of my people follow you i don't follow you you know what i mean but i watched people react to her tweet and then that became kind of a thing and so that's what i'm saying with even with the news it's 
the original thing isn't even the news anymore mm, it's okay yeah hey yeah. y'all some black people said Mike. some black women say michael b jordan uh is gonna make them boycott black panther because he's dating a white woman and, and you're then, looking like that's a goddamn lie you start looking into it you're like no one said that Mm-mm. this isn't no trend black women aren't mad no one's there's no boycott happening but it triggered a whole lot of black men who have black men and black women to be honest who have anti-black woman bias coming out and where it was going off on ranch see this was wrong so he can't date a white woman what the fuck does that have to do with a movie you know and mm-hmm. and they they are depending on that to help them go viral to cause chaos right and so that's the kind of thing that uh i would not knock people even though i know it's old school but reading that full article man we need those people more people need to get into the habit of that stuff because it's you know it's it's things get so sensationalized so quickly now that you end up way over here and the original thing didn't even didn't even require a response or happen right and i know people think i'm old for this but i believe people need to read whole articles and i believe websites actually legitimate websites need to hire their editors back so their editors can actually people who actually get paid to, uh to, to to go through the english language and correct it and be like what we're not gonna do is this bullshit right here who what when where why and how you not answer none of these questions don't put that bullshit out but i would take it a step further we all need to challenge ourselves to do better correct the websites are not gonna do it they're just not um sometimes i'll see like an article on facebook that someone shared they did i can i can tell they didn't click on the article is because it'll be from a bullshit website the headline will be something ridiculous and it's normally some fake ass made up news and you share it you click on the on the article it takes you to a bunch of ads it's, it's pop-ups it's not real people do it all the time because we're not thinking we're just clicking and sharing we're clicking and sharing right we don't go back and delete that shit when we figure out this is fake my bad it's it's like no big deal to us but it, if it's everybody feels like it's no big deal it continues to be no big deal so shout out to the readers shout out to my people that read articles that go and figure out what the fuck this is about i try to do it when i can i'm not a hundred percent on it no one is nobody sometimes right. i get tricked too i'm just Same. like you know but i try my best not to because i think misinformation is the new war fair it's the new it is it's the new battle and no one's taking it serious everyone think everybody goes yeah we should do better and then they don't you know so anyway all that to say try to make the try to make our show that kind of show as as opposed to the i read a headline the end you know all right let's get into y'all's comments on the website thank you for your five-star reviews thank you nothing on stitcher no okay Mm -mm. i checked everything thank you uh all right we got one comment on granny karen episode 1768 <laughs> i'm for real y'all I, I i hold on to all that shit i got a whole drawer full of y'all cards and letters um casey cologne writes in i didn't have time to email in last week but i figured this is the best time to provide feedback i emailed in two feedback shows ago about how i'm over these performers making public statements about their political views and personal agendas but you know what there's never been a better week to say that i was wrong as someone that is studying the effects of social media social movements and social media you think that i know better but every person has their bias and i'm happy that taylor swift stepped up to the plate and i'm glad elon musk is stepping up to help flint and these things would not have happened if they did not speak up and take action yo that is so dope casey cologne like mm-hmm. real but shit. that's real though right real shit man like 
i don't know how to express it but it's so fucked up this culture we have of making it so that once we have felt a way about somebody we get mad at them for for growing right and it's common and people pick their times like i know black men who were like y'all need to chill the fuck out on this and jay-z he's trying to be better don't ain't this what y'all want and then the, and then and then those same black men are like but fuck taylor swift though fuck that bitch she don't and i'm like well hold up now this is what you said you wanted like we all have to give each other a little bit of fucking room to breathe on this shit because ain't none of us good enough to be like i ain't i ain't growing i don't know shit i'm not learning a damn thing i already figured everything out no you didn't and there's people like that <laughs> yeah none of you did everybody that feels that way is the exact opposite of that like all the people we know that are never wrong we're all sitting around talking like under our breath like that motherfucker's crazy and that's why i don't fuck with them all of us it's like i've never seen that person be like i you know what i fucked up my bad y'all all of us think that person's crazy all of us have them muted all of us have them um avoid their their pages avoid their their tweets all of, like we all have those people in our lives where they might be popular but we're like oh, i don't want to deal with that shit because that nigga ain't never wrong right nobody ever presented another fact to them that they was like i didn't know that and and that changes everything but that's life right you know and i feel like in a lot of ways we've lost that <clears throat> because everything on the internet is forever and i don't know maybe it started before that maybe it started with maybe it started with like opinion news where cable news brought on two people and no matter what facts were presented they just were like i'm on my side mm-hmm. and that's the whole segment it, it yeah it was it, it started around the time uh president obama was going in the office and it just continued his whole pre- presidency and also truth be told that's just some people's personalities even without the internet you would still have people that were like that yeah but i feel like uh, so what i'm trying to say is I, I think it started before obama i think it started with uh cable news ramping up once republicans started getting their own news you have fox news you have right-wing radio um i think the bring on a couple people and argue shit really got out of control it got started there Agreed. i think it got out of control under obama's era okay for sure yes. like every everything became you can debate it mm-hmm. um but what i was gonna say is a lot of people in my opinion turned around and imitated that in their personal lives okay like this is the news i consume i'm gonna take this to facebook you know it's it's like i said a statement and then you just set up a desk change my mind for five dollars you know what i mean like try to change my mind five cents and and then you end up with that type of mentality where we you know we see somebody fuck up call you call them out on it you say you don't like them you 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 talk about what they should have done how they should have done it what would be better than what they did then one day they start doing the thing the thing that you said you wanted them to do and that's when we go how do i compute this so i can still keep my emotions of not liking them right 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 because the truth be told you don't want to 
because once they start doing the things that you require for them to do that means the quote-unquote power that you thought you had over them you no longer have so you have to continue to have that power of being better than them so no matter what they do no matter what they say they're not going to be shit they could do they could solve world hunger you know um be on black lives matter they can do it all but as far as you're concerned they are not going to be not shit forever but in your own personal life you wouldn't want that same standard placed against you yeah and i have had to come to a point where when i find something to be true then i will try my best to say it in a way that's not gonna like i don't i'm not trying to piss people off with what i find to be true i don't think being truthful means you have to be mean or nasty right or hurtful but if the truth hurts you because it's inconvenient then it's just got to be inconvenient and especially with what we do for a living i would rather say the truth and have some people go well fuck him da 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 then to be up here lying trying to carry favor with people on some pandering shit when i know i don't believe that and i think that they are wrong to do what they're doing or i think that they're compromised or whatever for example let's do something that's kind of blasphemous for a lot of people but it's but I, I think I have a point here that I want people to hear. Beyonce knows is 37 years old. Mm-hmm. 37. Taylor Swift is 28. The Beyonce that is the Beyonce that we go up for, that we stand for, that we know and love, that we are like true pro-black feminist icon. That Beyonce ain't that old. Like that outspoken like well fuck it don't come to my concert if you got a problem with it i like my negro nose with jackson five nostrils beyonce is not that old Mm-mm. the one who's the most divisive celebrity according to that poll this week that beyonce is not that old she grew into that shit and i remember when people used to kind of shit on her uh as if she was stupid right as she was as if she oh she just makes these thought bops or she she got a man but she got y'all singing independent women and shit and i remember those just stupid ass critiques but of a younger beyonce and then like all of us she came into herself she comes into herself you're going to continue coming into yourself to the day you die she expressed herself more forcefully you get more confident you go fuck these people this is how i feel this is more important than record sales now i've made my money what's the point of making my money if i can't speak my truth and yet for 28 year old taylor swift you got motherfuckers being like what took so long what took anybody so long come on that ain't even that long (laughs) You to be of the ways that we measure people that ain't even that long like we have our different measuring sticks for people you know um and cardi b 26 cardi b they got caught saying transphobic things tra- colorist things like you know all kinds of shit but she's also said stuff about like socialism and political like she ain't perfect she's working it out but we have a lot more room for 26 year old cardi b to fuck up there's a lot more grace for cardi b than we have for 28 year old taylor swift like at taylor swift who we her biggest detraction at this point has really been that she was silent about the support that she got from people that obviously are terrible people and so we were like oh so then you were down 
because silence is complicitness you know i i'm not i'm not even trying to dismiss that but then you got what you wanted she spoke up and said actually i don't fuck with these niggas at all and not just on this kavanaugh shit but on everything i don't fuck with them you know and and i'm like okay that's what we wanted i'm good with that same i might make jokes about the cookout shit I, y'all if you can't get over the joke at this point i honestly you're please, gonna be mad forever please stop listening i i don't know when you're gonna get to stick out your ass um but in general um i'm i am glad when people do shit like that because the net sum to me is a positive right and i'm not gonna pick it apart and try to find a way to still be mad or make it negative if you're if you're just being honest as a white woman who is rich she will fuck up again quite fucking soon you don't even need to try to force this into the fuck up pattern she's she will do something fucked up like i like this that's what humans do they do something good sometimes and they fuck up sometimes i'm gonna fuck up karen's gonna fuck up you listening are going to fuck up you know so it's not even about that um it's just this 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 way of like i have to hold you to the standard where i can always shit on you that i find to be the part that's that that is something inside of us we need to resolve it's not something these celebrities can resolve it's not something that society is going to resolve it's us it is within you as an individual some shit you need to resolve so that you can be a little bit more fair if that's something you want to be there's a lot of people that don't want to be fair which is fine but just keep that energy away from me because i'm not i'm not interested in playing those games of you know because i didn't like this person a year ago i'm gonna shit on their growth or i'm gonna shit on them trying to be better or i'm gonna shit on the thing that they did that was that i actually did want someone to do and it wouldn't have gotten done but elon musk happened to do it so fuck it you know all right um i'm just tired of stupid people making comments about things they know nothing about even if they aren't stupid i'm just tired of uninformed commentary nigga me too but public figures (laughs) public figures that choose to make public statements about public issues should be responsible with their speech and i just feel like j cole and kanye were irresponsible with their commentary i agree i just hope we begin to drown out the ignorant commentary with thoughtful discussion soon thanks rod and karen we never will but i feel you i feel you because i had to eat crow too because i'm like okay if i can acknowledge that taylor swift using her platform for good is a net positive i have to acknowledge kanye using his platform for bad no matter what his mental health is it it is a bad thing Mm -hmm. i can't i can't just say one of these counts one of these doesn't count and i feel like before i was trying to rationalize it out to like look can we just ignore what's happening with kanye because this is so fucked up and people are clearly using him and he clearly wants to be used and blah 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 but at the end of the day people are hearing his words and going not 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 all the people but just any if it's any people hearing his words and going yep slavery was a choice see you just gotta look at it this way and then you see what he taught nah that's bad the fact that he's like i don't read books i haven't looked anything up we can't let that slide and then turn around and be like you know it's not important it's very important you know and i feel like i was doing some of that to say like i i mean no well i personally don't listen to that nigga but <laughs> i was kind of being like well sure if i don't listen to him then nobody is and that's I mean, just not true no that's not a true statement so you know shout out to randolph terrence he was right uh what do you like better shrimps or prime rib what's the poll can what do you like better? it can't be both you have to pick one shrimps Aww. or prime rib i would have to go shrimp 
55 percent of the audience went shrimps 45 percent went prime ribs ct says first of all i love shrimp with some good tartar sauce you can't go wrong tartar sauce on shrimp mm, i've done that before it's real good is this a thing chat room tartar sauce on shrimp are we doing this i did cocktail sauce. i did my fries in tartar sauce cocktail sauce i've heard tartar sauce i thought tartar sauce was like for fish have i been using it wrong all I, this time i did both in there that's just me i don't eat shrimp yep for fried oh fried fish or oh, fried shrimp you put in tartar sauce. okay mm-hmm. all right i was told cocktail sauce but i i literally have never thought to to put that shit on my shrimp because I, I i guess the man he got me i don't know the white man that got got me y'all I, i've been <laughs> i've been sticking to these to the rivers and <laughs> i'm gonna stick to the rivers and lakes that i'm used to <laughs> okay yeah I, I mean hey well maybe i'll try something new today i guess um it ain't for everybody but i like doing it when shrimp is done right there's no stopping it i sound like i'm far as gump if i started naming all the different <laughs> variations of shrimp uh actually that would be bubba gump uh that'd be bubba that was naming all them damn uh shrimp scamper shrimp sandwich baked fried, shrimp <laughs> shrimp, shrimp cereal shrimp, shrimp candy <laughs> shrimp soup shrimp gumbo oh man shrimp shrimp that's an adorable movie i know I said Ryan, all of Ryan Gosling movies are boring. And somebody was like, I like this movie. And I said, I, you can like a boring movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Like his movies be boring. And she, she was like, how can a movie be good and boring? Name some. And I was like, Forrest Gump. And it was like, oh, you think it's boring? I was like, it's a big ass meandering ass movie. This nigga talked about. Sad. Like the, the movie goes, people die. I'm not even saying it's sad. It's funny. It is. It has sad parts. It has. Yes. But mostly it's a movie about nothing. It's just a fucking. Yeah, it really is a movie about nothing. It's like these things happened in America and this motherfucking dude, this simple ass dude was around for all of it. That's it. It's like, remember rock and roll? That's the whole movie. And now it's like a nigga talked about shrimp for 10 minutes. What? In a movie. That was a script. Come on now. We not gonna act like that shit wasn't boring but i liked it i like that boring ass movie there's nothing wrong with that uh that tom hanks is a pleasant fellow uh if i started naming different areas of strength so i'll just leave this note here thank you thank you ct thank you all right next episode was (laughs) i I lost it that's it (laughs) (laughs) my man (laughs) shout out to him oh that dude was good man yes he was Mm -mm mm-mm-mm he was off the hook he knew it was over mm-hmm. i think it's robert messler was his name uh city <laughs> I, 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 I lost it that's it uh Koki negra says so i am crying laughing at i lost it this poor dude accidentally told the truth and it flushed him so badly it's sad but we have to laugh to cry laugh to cry don't we my god tattoo <laughs> So I, I i gave jobs to some undeserving people everybody was like what and then some of that one white dude that was like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't deserve it that white dude You're right this is my song turn this shit up my jam robert mess love for city council where do i sign can i early vote right now can we just turn our ballots in because i know you got my vote i know what i'll be having okay. everything short from high-fiving them <laughs> that shit was hilarious <laughs> uh are you fans of alliterative names for racist white folks 
of course those are like you know permit patty pool parlor things of this nature because i've been seeing a lot of people like push back on that and i gotta say guys um it's kind of getting on my nerves the people who say they don't like the names i I, I didn't want to be one of these people but it's starting to happen so much now that i am becoming a person that gets annoyed when i see the we need to stop giving white people cute names i'm starting to be like is this your way of blaming us for the oppression that we experience and how we react to it is this is this yeah, your I, new I, shit? I don't interact with them people, but I'm like, well, goddamn, you, we making jokes. Like, you act like we ignoring the, the fact that the shit happened. The shit's happening. We're acknowledging. We use gallows humor. That's, oh, you act like this is the first time niggas have poked fun at serious shit. And let me throw it another way at you. These names are helping. Right. We have proof that they are helping. These names are trending right the news covers the stories because of the fucking trend because of the names now i know that you think you would like like we would be able to trend hillary jones but i'm gonna tell you right now it ain't gonna happen Mm-mm. they like they'll come see hallway hillary they won't check out hillary jones no one gives a fuck nope so like this is the signal boost that we need sometimes to get attention to these things and i don't think people are paying it like i think the game the 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 game theory of it the the uh, gamesmanship of it is going right over these woke ass niggas heads because they like i think y'all just trying to be cute nobody gives a fuck we're not it's not like we say hallway hillary yay put it on t-shirt i can't wait to support her no everybody goes what's her name follow this bitch all of us i'm gonna read the article you know and not to mention when it starts we don't know their names Mm-mm. so you talking about trend their names there is no name when it starts what happens is you trend it because you don't know her name you make up a name it goes viral then people go who i'm gonna find out who this person is right that's the point racism is so insidious and so rampant and so fucking random i can be walking to my car someone calls me a fucking nigger i put it on my camera phone because i'm like i don't know who this woman is somebody will be like mm, she work at lowe's that's the point so for all the don't let don't call them this you haven't even thought about it you just are mad that people are laughing at this name as if we as if that if you equate our laughter with we don't think she's dangerous right and it's not true it's the exact opposite we think she we think she's so dangerous that we are mocking her while also getting the details that's it it's not even that deep but if you want to get deep this is why it's right and that's why you're wrong and i'm sorry it makes people feel bad i really am i really do i wish people could all get the same amount of joy i experienced from seeing patio pat uh patty or some shit you know like and, and i'm not even and the thing that's funny karen you know it's funny i don't even use the names or laugh about it it's mm-hmm. not like it's not even my thing <laughs> like but i understand how social media works and how the and how media picks up on social media stuff right it's it's literally the perfect thing once again black people have created something great out of nothing and people are shitting on it because it's black right because the thing is 
you we're never going to get justice for a lot of shit okay we're never 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 in our lifetime going to get justice this is a blip of justice that we're getting well i'm like my thing is you don't you're so woke you haven't thought about it you're shitting on this because it's black you haven't even thought about why you're shitting on it you just go i don't like that but why are you shitting on it though black people came up with that and it's working every time i read one of them articles you know what i see after you see the video trending but you know what i see in them articles they name and how they got fired every fucking time so with something working you know everybody don't need to know their government name Mm-mm. you know who need to know it they job where they stay they don't want to hear this shit it's the truth and you know? I, and the, the thing is i hope it fucking deters you people are gonna do this regardless but i hope it makes another motherfucker think twice before they do some shit that's the whole point and if they don't i just hope they keep getting fired right like i don't like at some point the bad guy became the people who are going call her you know call her uh street sign susan until we find out her real name call her corner store caroline till we find out who the fuck she is and then we're gonna get in we're gonna find out how we can get this motherfucker to some justice that's it they act like we call cops that when they kill black people you see what i'm saying like they act as if we're saying uh this officer shot tamir rice and we're like oh cowboy curtis we're not saying that so so you're the one that's got some issues about it the only thing uh the only thing that's wrong with black people is that people think something's wrong with black people that's it there's nothing wrong with that tactic we do not have the institutional force of power to say her name is susan johnson we will get her fired right now we don't have that but we have this culture of america that in america that makes everything cool that makes everything trend and we you weld that shit sometimes it looks funny but we weld that shit and it gets results so anyway 88 percent of our audience says yes let's mock them and i'm with them 12 percent say no ain't shit cute about this <laughs> not a goddamn thing and i empathize with them because I, I i don't think i don't i can't be clear enough on this it isn't really cute to me right but i understand the strategy of it and that is more important than whether or not it's funny or cute if you get a chuckle out of it that's good too there's nothing wrong with that I think we need to be able to to kind of laugh to release some of this tension but the most important thing is it's working it that's where everyone should lost in the <laughs> shuffle of whether they like the name or not it's getting motherfuckers up out of here because the alternative is nothing <laughs> yeah um so anyway uh comment stephanie says i'm always on the fence about this on the one hand the gallows humor is something i won't take away from our people but i can totally understand folks who say that's nah that's not cute it's a tightrope yes definitely like i said it, it i'm not like i don't think i've ever said this on the show before i'm not one of the people that thinks it's cute same like you you'll never catch me out here being like ha 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 so-and-so so-and-so got caught doing such and such such and such it, it ain't even really like the joke of it to me is that i'm I, I these situations bother me so much and you know i watch a lot of them for the show which sucks but i, w- I would rather know what happened in the you know to just take the headline for granted um but at the same time like yeah i can't really 
participate in the merriment of it i wish i could to be honest it'd be easier for me if i could look at these things and just laugh and be like ha 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 but i do get mad i do i do too you know i see this white woman let me see your papers <laughs> your one your, your son touched my ass why you in the pool like I, it does click something in me that's like i can't be unbiased about this but i'd rather you i'd rather us use this tool to get them up out of the paint than the other way around all right ct says for those of us that aren't going to do anything with the person's name we will mock them and move on but those that seek vengeance no funny name will keep them from the vengeance that black twitter csi will achieve either way i'm good that's basically where i'm at laqueta says i vote yes it doesn't fix the injustice of course but i'm always here for the dragon yeah um let's see what else we had uh closet babies episode 1770 um <laughs> We had uh, Brandon and Justin on from Medium Popcorn. Mm-hmm. Nigga spoiling movies. Very fun episode. It was. Very fun, guys. Uh, and today should be the day that our episode about Venom hits their regular feed. Yay! And uh, if you guys want to hear me shit on a movie, because <laughs> everybody thinks I like everything, and I do like a lot of shit, but... Uh, I can like something and tell you exactly why the fuck that shit was stupid too. So uh if you want to hear me tell you exactly why all the <laughs> and Ryan had, good, all Ryan that had a rant. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing is a rant, basically. Every time I got a chance to speak, I was like, and no, and let me tell you why that ain't shit either. Um, so if y'all want to hear me do that, y'all should check out Medium Popcorn Venom uh uh episode because I was not having it all right <clears throat> ugh this is from think pretty smart this black republican thing coincides with how it's homecoming those lying republicans will probably say that uptick in blacks in oh that the uptick in blacks is is them for around the city like oh our conference the leadership the young black leadership conference drew all these black people this is really how it's homecoming like, mm-mm. these niggas coming back home I want to know what the what the Venn diagram for niggas going to Howard Homecoming and that shit. Nope. <laughs> it's like one dude close to zero. That one dude nobody liked. Uh, Chub Zero says, "Hey Roddy, Karen, I really enjoyed this episode with Medium Popcorn guys. I was just surprised to hear no one is excited for Robert Rodriguez and James Cameron film Alita: Battle Angel. Oh, I'm excited for that. I forgot it came out this year, but uh, that trailer looks great. Later on this year." I'm about to say it ain't came out yet has it no it hasn't come out yet okay but he, we were talking about movies we're excited for for the rest of the year oh i didn't, I didn't realize that it was on coming the list out. yeah i didn't realize it was coming out um the trailer looks pretty dope it's got mahershala ali and christopher waltz in it you know the acting's gonna be on point oh yeah it looked great as for me the eyes mm-hmm it was beautifully beautiful yeah michelle says i agree elizabeth warren should have just left it alone her claim to native american ancestry was an easy target for people like trump race in america is assigned by social norms and physical perception according to both warren is white this is also the same reason why barack obama is considered black despite his mother's race and michelle obama is also considered black despite a small percentage of white dna yeah you preach to the choir on this I, I i don't know what she was thinking that shit was just an on go man leave it's not i don't have a problem with her saying um i have native american dna or some shit if that's the truth that's the truth i don't i I really don't give a fuck about that man that's for native people to be upset about if there's something i'm missing about it you know it's kind of like if she said i have some black in my family i wouldn't be like bitch what you ain't black like i would be like okay 
a lot of us are mixed it's america you Everybody you have some of something in your family ain't no pure aryan nothings in america mm-hmm. cool here's my problem why are you playing games with a goddamn demon did we not learn from the birth certificate when obama showed that man his birth certificate and then that man turned around and said but he got into college uh affirmative action i want to see his college grades everyone in america should say oh he doesn't care about the truth it's about whatever the fuck he can say to get a reaction from you and you can't actually prove him wrong because no one gives a fuck that likes him none of the people that like him are gonna say well her dna did show she has some native american ancestry well i guess donald trump is a liar and i no longer support him you spent that time and money i don't give a fuck if it was your money or taxpayer money you spent that time and money for nothing and my black ass could have saved you a click and said spend this money on like some actual shit about some policies or some campaigning even if you just want to spend the money to say donald trump ain't fuck and that's your whole political advertisement i'd rather you spend the money doing that i'd rather you go get a sub from subway then fuck with this demon he is not to be engaged on that level he's just a piece of shit you know i feel like it's been two years how how do we not know (laughs) Uh, i feel like tony dungy that hello we play to win the game like this this is a waste of time and effort man that dude don't give a fuck nope it could have came back and said you was 99 percent native american he didn't ever give a fuck he was there's oh it just shows he won't honor his bets he won't honor his taxes the fuck do y'all care about his bets leave that demon alone stop engaging in the game by his rules he doesn't even follow his own rules oh man this is such lucy with the football shit anyway and, and, and for the record i still vote for elizabeth warren over donald trump i don't play games either she can have all this vote okay come get it but but at the same time this was also stupid you know i feel like we gotta be you gotta have some level of honesty about these things i think it was stupid for hillary to say last week i know she gotta say it but bill's affair was between two adults and shit like like you know how it's gonna look hillary you know how it's gonna get spun you either gotta no comment that joint or you got to figure a way out to answer it that doesn't make it seem like you're still trying to 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 do the lena dunham you know oh the man i know well now see his rape allegation is false but the rest of these men are trash like <laughs> you got to figure a way out dear writes in great episode on two on 2018 movies karen i'm glad you mentioned mary poppins i'm looking forward to taking my niece to see that and nutcracker yeah you know what i didn't know i was debating about nutcracker i uh you know i hate for the you know the people that's really into it i've never seen nutcracker in its entirety not a play not a movie i i've never seen the entirety of nutcracker so if i'm gonna get presented to it i'd rather get presented to it through a disney version i'm be like the kids well what's funny is this feels like a sequel to not nutcracker or something and uh quiet is kept nutcracker is boring okay i've never so whatever this is i don't think it's like a direct retelling of nutcracker 
you know i think i think it's like the nutcracker um like it's some other shit because it got yeah. like this big ass subtitles like nutcracker you know how they do it this, like the young adult like nutcracker and the seven keys of time <laughs> or some shit yeah i don't know <laughs> if it was a series of books and y'all don't want my version of nutcracker because all i know is a little girl than a nutcracker that's about as much as i know of the nutcracker yeah i, I like i'm dancing i'm not trying to the shit on it but Please, I just don't know it's kind of like you know a perfect example we seen um maybe y'all can relate to this in chat because i know we're pissing off all the nutcracker fans right <laughs> they, they get, off, get off nutcrackers nuts okay guys now um and um we so we went to this 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 play kind of um that karen's cousin was in mm-hmm. and, it, and it's called they fight yes and what the people who put on the play did was they basically took all well most of shakespeare's plays and when you read it in class they get to the part where there's a conflict and it's like and then mercutio said this and then and then romeo said this and then they fight and then you go to the next part right right and so what he did was he made it so that they take the action from they fight and put put an actual fight to it yes and they show them go back and forth and they're trading lines and they're fighting the whole time mm-hmm. and now you're seeing physical action and your brain does this this trick where you're like i'm now interested in in shakespeare in a way i wasn't when i was sitting in a class at a desk and i couldn't imagine or see no one acted out the fight Mm-mm. it now i'm i'm like wait hold up what, what was happening Macbeth was killing all these motherfuckers i just kept seeing they fight and he wins that's it they fight and uh it was really really fun and i got to see swords and uh, you know we we do believe in uh uh sword ratchetness you know we against that but it was really cool to see the swords and they was wrestling and i was worse than the kids there was some kids behind us and we were booing and shit like that see i was up high it went like when uh me you leonard and nick jew went to go see the playing riley where the people could hear me i was up high so they couldn't hear me talking so it's nutcracker in the four realms the one that's coming out now and yeah live action it might actually be good i don't remember a nutcracker movie when i was a kid i remember nutcracker like music like they take you to the the symphony and they play music i I remember cartoon versions of it but i still didn't watch the whole thing okay yeah like i'm like i I, everything that was ever associated with nutcracker for me was boring so Ah, you know maybe it's also just a matter of seeing it the right way i don't know you know what i mean like but i know that shit was to, shakespeare was born to me and then i seen Same. a bunch of motherfuckers swinging swords at each other i'm like oh so okay i see how it would actually be good you know i didn't even watch the leonardo dicaprio romeo juliet movie because i was like fuck i want to see that shit for yeah you know same. then somebody told me they were shooting each other i was like the fuck kind of movie is this right and nobody tell me this <laughs> and, I, and i tell me funny y'all and i'm not gonna lie i like the, the disney i know disney gonna razzle and dazzle it up so i'm like oh i'm in for this yeah it's somebody, gonna be shiny and pretty somebody said it should have been a black nutcracker like the wiz yeah. <laughs> yes maybe that's what and, we need and y'all know what i'm gonna tell you right now that wiz was the first time i had watched um uh, uh which what's the what's the original one uh not nutcracker um wizard of oz wizard of oz i'm sorry i don't know why that lost my mind right there i mean i lost not lost my mind lost my train of thought the wizard of oz this is the first like the black version of it it's better than the other version truth be told i actually mm-hmm. like the songs and shit better yeah so maybe just start, sprinkle some black on it maybe it'll work i don't know yeah and i didn't see the original one don't shoot me 
the original Wiz. Wizard of Oz. I mean, not the, Wizard of Oz. Oh, the Wiz. Wiz. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, well, I didn't either. Remember, we talked about it on the show that day. Right. Uh, and everybody was like, well, if you enjoyed the musical, just don't watch the original. And I was like, all right, cool. Whatever. I don't, I don't care. I'm a busy person. Um, let's see. Uh, so yeah, back to Dia. Um, um, over the past 15 years, I've really gotten to foreign films as well. If you like beautiful black people and superheroes, I have a movie for you. It's, Ken- it's in, it's from Kenya, so it is in English. It's called Supermoto. It, it made me laugh, cry, and cheer. It's about a terminally ill girl who wants to be a superhero and how her village rallies together to make her dream come true. Just a trailer will make you smile again. Supermoto. Thank you. Aww. Oh, she said Supermoda with an A. She said okay. my autocorrect. Got it. EV says, I love it when medium popcorn guys are on. We do too. Justin and Brandon are hilarious, and I started listening to them a while back thanks to TVGWT. You guys always had the best guests, but I love it when you have comedians because I laugh and laugh. Very entertaining people. Yeah, they, they're both hilarious, and uh, they make great guests. So. Mm-hmm. Um, the poll was, should Elizabeth Warren have gotten a DNA test? Yes, it proves Trump is wrong, or no, it doesn't change anything. Karen? It doesn't change nothing. 95% of the audience is on your side. It doesn't change anything. Mm-mm. And 5% says it proves Trump wrong, which I'm like, if y'all depending on that shit, we're really, really fucked. We in trouble. <laughs> if y'all are depending on the wake up trump is wrong all of a sudden vote we are more fucked than i've ever thought because that ship has sailed we i'm on the gank these votes back train okay i have seen the things they're doing to our early voting times and how they are trying to keep us out of the polls your boy is on some fuck everything get out the vote fuck that shit come on get out the boat come in roger talking about that yesterday and i was upset i was like oh this is some bullshit yeah karen started going on a rant like i don't do the show with her every day <laughs> i was mad She's like can you believe that i'm like yes i can believe it we talk about it every damn day they limiting the hours so it's not open this weekend right that's what we've been saying right but i was like the shit only two weeks and you taking out a whole weekend what the fuck is this the, like i said it's we've been known you been know i know you know because we <laughs> right. talked about it i didn't know it we talked about weekend. it in front of everybody this is what that voter suppression looks like they know black people vote on the weekend they know black people go up there and vote at the church they know black people have normally don't have these uh jobs where you can just fucking take a couple hours out of the day and go vote and just come in and be like i'll come in at nine like you just right we don't have those jobs they know what they're doing so yeah um uh vandalize was the next episode 1771 uh dia says could there be an EpiPen shortage because people like karen's doctor are carrying them in case they run into people who need them i thought of getting them for an office just in case but would i be taking EpiPens out of circulation for those that actually had to prescribe need and driving up the price too um what do you think Karen? i don't know um that's kind of kind of hard because one of those things where you want to be helpful but yeah you want to be sure that the people that actually need it need it actually get it too yeah we used to not have a shortage so i just wonder Mm -hmm. if it's um you know i just wonder if it's related to the production issues they claim to be having but you know it's big pharma so it's hard to trust um (laughs) you hope that um you hope that that it's on the up and up but you never know yes because they know so many people use it outside of most people use it for allergies you know that's why most people use it but i mean well it says the epipen shortage is caused by manufacturing changes in response to fda violations 
it's so severe that in august the fda extended the expiration date for some epipens by four months so if it's legit if it's on the up and up big if and it's some fda shit it then then you got to do what you got to do because you can't have the shit out here killing people right or you know fucking people up giving them cancer and stuff because that's another lawsuit waiting to happen mm-hmm. so i can get why it would be just like a shock out of the blue but yeah i i don't i don't trust them all the way so i don't know that i'm the right person to, to assume that right. that's the truth you know uh is the president consensually sleeping with an intern and abuse of power yes or no 85 percent say yes 15 percent say no um i think uh because of the power of a president and because of the limited power of an intern even a white house intern um i don't think it's possible for it not to not be an abuse of power um i just do not see that as a me cute you know maybe other positions at the white house or other even just another person that is outside of the white house or something but it's very difficult to not see intern president as an right. abuse of power even if they're adult it's still a fucking abuse of power right and 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 in monica's case uh monica Lewinsky case she didn't say the actual affair was the abuse of power um initially i don't know what she's saying now she may have changed but initially she was like the but the aftermath the difference between having that office and being an intern is va- is vast correct because it's not on the same fucking level yeah it's like whatever they say about you is just the fucking truth you know um so i feel like it was abuse of power but you know I, i'm with the 85 percent on this and that's why I, it's funny because it's just like i think part of this is this whole man thing where it's like how's a man supposed to turn down some sex you know they do it all the time every day b yeah but you know this whole this whole idea of if a 25 year old intern like i want to suck your dick you got a letter i don't care if you're the president you know and it's that as long as we feel that way as a society then there will be people that be like yeah no nah, that's perfectly reasonable it's not like he raped her that's how people basically people's sliding scale of like morality is pretty much for men anyway right. is was it sexual assault then it was fine like right <laughs> right right and like like there's no gray area here yeah and for republicans it's it was fine right because they don't give a fuck about sexual assault for a lot of people it's just it was fine you know that's it like might as well be when i still beat those shirt but for um for you know morally upright people even with them a lot of them still draw the line at it wasn't actual sexual assault so yeah it could be skeevy but uh they were of age and she knew she wanted to fuck that president so it is what it is you know and um yeah and i and i and honestly i do understand i do understand uh i just personally feel like if i was in his shoes i would be like there's no fucking way you know even if you're gonna cheat on your wife i still would be like not with my fucking intern this is this is stupid (laughs) it gotta be somebody else anyway um not 15 percent say no mike in london says i guess boston employee is always an abuse of power but you don't get a bigger power differential than unknown intern versus president of the united states i don't think she can be said uh to have given meaningful consent any more than if she had been drugged yeah yeah i just don't i don't know what you do with that 
you know which is why you just shouldn't do it i i mean i guess easy for me to say but i just feel like you shouldn't have done that shit like this shit haunted that white house and that couple and her right so my, to this day it's not about a good point her willingness to do it does not negate that he has more power over her like right. you can't erase that factor and you can't act like that meant nothing to either party yeah it's also funny because like not really funny but as an adult i know actually it is funny as an adult because i was a kid when this is happening but like as an adult they he was wilding the fuck out sticking cigars up a pussy and smelling it and shit nigga you were wilding that's not normal like what kind of fucking shit is bill clinton into man you're the president what you supposed what are you doing i mean you do that on your own time you wasting taxpayers money do it off the clock this nigga was smoking pussy cigars in the over office this shit is not okay not right in the over office i don't care what you do on your off time smoke all the pussy cigars you want to but don't waste my taxpayers dollars this nigga was smoking smoking pussy cigars have a ball but do it on your own time like did he kiss his wife with his pussy cigar mouth what the fuck kind of nigga is he that is some crazy shit man there's a lot of things people are into that shit would not cross my like in a million years if you said listen rod you can fuck up somebody in the over office every day that you stay in the over office at no point would i be like i gotta do something with these cigars i gotta stick them on some pussy or something not they just sitting here as, <laughs> like what the and how was that even like that's how you know she was just young a young woman because i feel like you told a grown-ass woman i'm trying to stick my cigars up your pussy she would have said bill if you don't put your dick back up today you're not getting none okay right right (laughs) or that if that's some shit she into that's a whole nother thing but by the time you're an older woman she's already kind of she know who she is she got her boundaries and all that stuff and that goes back to the power over her for the fact that she was young yeah i mean she wasn't like she wasn't like a child but but she was young like just the fact that she didn't say no to pussy cigars that should have made him wake up he should have like you you, wait you gonna let me you know what you need to get out this crazy (laughs) this is crazy you supposed to say no to some of this shit like i'm a freak i know i'm a freak that's why hillary ain't fucking me okay but what's your excuse (laughs) i'm gonna do this on a taxpayer's dime and that's what he admitted to i just wonder what i mean then he came on her dress like you got some little sperm oh, got a little sperm on your dress like what nigga you are wipe the president you the president get the tide pin and wipe it off this is not supposed to happen she could take your dna and soda the russian made a clone for all we fucking know what you sloppy ass dude oh my god that's the reason that's the biggest albatross in hillary's career is just still being around this dude yeah that that and also one thing about being young young people don't know how to it's a fuck it's old people don't know how to keep secrets but a lot more older people know how to keep their mouth shut yeah yeah i mean because you know because young people they can't keep quiet everybody gonna know she did go tell well not just even just tell people if the president comes on your shirt most people are gonna be like i'm washing the fuck out of my shirt because it got cum on it it don't matter whose it don't matter whose it's not like when you it's not like when, 
when someone like you buy a t-shirt and a celebrity signs it for you like niggas come no one says that you know right you like that with a regular ass broke nigga so it don't matter sperm is sperm hey i'm a big fan Rod karen can y'all uh come on the back of my shirt oh yeah no problem buddy just turn around <laughs> the fuck that's not normal none of that shit was ever that's normal. not normal but now it took me being grown before i was like all y'all are crazy it's this not is... normal in that type of a setting because like, there's a time and a place for that and that on like i said that taxpayer's dollar is not the time nor the place fuck time or place all of it was weird cigars in the pussy coming on people's dress keeping the dress forever telling motherfuckers about it it was all super fucking weird yeah it and all wrapped in a circle like that yes but i also want to get to the point that people understand that if that's what you won't do just like i said don't oh, waste I'm my not, dollars i'm not trying to yuck there y'all but come on karen that shit was weird when i was a kid yeah, everybody was just he, arguing about it's crazy people were literally arguing like but it ain't illegal and people was like it's unpresidential and i think because we knew that the republicans who were saying that really didn't give a fuck about that shit i mm-hmm. mean they elected trump mm-hmm. people were like y'all don't get to say it's unpresidential but in my mind as a kid i was like but it is kind of unpresidential to be fucking people in the white house putting cigars in their pussy and coming on their dress no one think this kind of kind of weird kind of kooky no one it crossed nobody's mind that this something might be wrong but yet a lot of times for a lot of those people guess what they're not they don't have the the office of president either <laughs> like that like that's the biggest difference they doing this on their own time and having a ball but they don't hold that office yeah i don't care if they do it in a hotel room but it's still weird that he was the president and did that with an intern and that's the shit that resulted in right be professional cigar at, pussy at shit. your job can't even fucking imagine obama doing some shit like that can't even imagine when like if he held hands with a woman we would be like this disgraceful nigger come on <laughs> how dare you he's getting his nigger germs all over the white Honey, house y'all thought people was mad mad about beyonce and jay-z put his bbc all over that goddamn over office table <laughs> He probably thinks that anyway. He's gotta go. He has gotta go. Let's put a dude that pisses in the bed. Let's put the, let's get the urine, the yellow party guy. Let's get him in there. All right. Um, the last episode was gay keeping an eye out, which is our Walking Dead recap. Uh, Law says Jadis assumed gay was one of them celibate Catholic priests and was probably just gonna role play as a little boy. Oh, oh. accurate. But now she knows that ain't necessary and can help gay exercise that demon build up with a clear conscience. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Fireworks says to the recap king and queen, first off, another badass recap. Karen, nice catch remembering the scene Rod missed with Zeke and Carol. Had a few questions. Like to hear them? Here they go. One, did that helicopter make noise? To me, it seemed really high up, and how did no one else catch it? I can't wait to see where that storyline goes. It's been far too long. I think because she was on that crane. Yeah. So she was high. She was more higher elevated than everybody else. Mm -hmm. And I think it did kind of make a sound, and she probably seen the lights. And I think this was the same helicopter that used to come by the Junkticon place that she was trying to catch before and end up missing it definitely made some noise because mm-hmm. uh I, the closed caption captured it two when do you think we will see the record 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 lady again who had the rv and in the end of season at the, the end of season eight <clears throat> i don't know when we're gonna see her but 
i expect to see georgie at some point maybe if they continue to have a fallout between the the cities um she might visit hilltop again and and you know try to court maggie into uh joining their coalition Mm -hmm. uh three how do you guys feel when they scrap certain things like the ppp car and Heath's disappearance yes we know he went on to do 24 but it's like the characters on the show just forgot his existence i see it's weird because i don't know that they completely scrapped that or not um because they can always bring certain things back to mm-hmm. i mean how many people thought they scrapped morgan right and then you all know? of a sudden he appeared back again so i don't know I, I i i really just feel like the show is too detail oriented and on certain things for them to ever <clears throat> truly let things go um but yeah we'll see you know we'll see the show moves so slow that it, it might be two seasons for that pays off or it might never pay off agreed uh ev says maggie was right they should have killed negan now they're going to have to deal with the fallout um maybe maybe we'll see uh what is happening to the saviors the pole they've died some oh they're grouping up they've been kidnapped the whispers are killing them or they died some other way what do you think is happening with all those missing saviors oh that's a good question i don't know i think they may have died some other way okay this uh poll 55 percent think they're actually grouping up mm. which would make sense that you know he saw him and was like hey man what you doing over there you almost got yourself whap and got knocked out like maybe they beat you up or knock you out and they take you somewhere and be like hey we, we about to group up and kill rick or something correct they're being kidnapped 22 percent think they're being kidnapped the whispers are killing them 11 percent think that and they died some other way 11 percent agree with you karen all right let's get into our um we got one voicemail um real quick let me go here leave allegra left this one let's see if i can play it for you guys um 704-557-0186 is the voicemail number and just keep it two minutes or less and uh we'll play it hello ron and karen it's allegra i was just listening to like i'm right in the middle of the feedback show um from this past saturday the you know the recent one um and you guys said something that really spoke to my heart i mean i relate to you and karen um, pretty deeply in a lot of ways, but there is one thing that has been a constant struggle um, for me um, that you guys brought up. Um, and I'm going to make it quick because I know this shit cuts real quick. But <laughs> you guys basically said um, making black supremacy like a thing is very much what white supremacy is. And that's something that I've always fought against just because I'm black. Does it mean I can't like quote unquote white shit? Does it make me less black? You know what I mean? And that's something that I always struggle with because I love my blackness. I love coming from my poor ass, um, freaking crazy ass black family. I love um, black people. I love black and brown people. And I've always been attracted to that in some way, but I've also liked other things. And that was something that I always had to struggle with. So. You guys spoke to my heart when you said that, which is, you know, just because you're black doesn't mean you got to hate whiteness or think that 
you know, in order to be the best black, you have to be the superior. You know, that's, we should all, we're, ain't nobody going nowhere. We're all on this side together, so we got to deal with it. <laughs> that's all I need to say. Um, thank you guys for a great show. Bye. 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 Thank you, Allegra, for calling. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, I think that's just another one of those things that, uh, it feels like at some point, and I mean, it's probably always been this way, but it just, it just feels to me like people go out of their way to make sure that, um, there's this measuring stick of blackness that people have and, we get mad and first thing we do is we attack each other's blackness question each other's blackness i saw something about that hallway hillary woman where her ex-husband is a man of color but he's like half white half black or something which in all for all intents and purposes most people refer to as black unless he would say he isn't black most people would say he is black right and some of y'all would say he's black even if he said i'm not black people would be like nigga you black right um the article i think was the griot or the rue and it was making jokes about him being half black as if like he's not black to and i think their ultimate point was to try to say this white woman is saying i have a black husband but she actually is estranged from this dude he doesn't like her he put a video out saying i'm not affiliated with her that's hair horrible and um and they were still even after that going and he ain't really black and it's like why would you do that you're a black publication you know the the ramifications of that you know what it means to kick someone out of blackness you know and and, and like there are people i fucking despise that are black and they say a lot of harmful hurtful things that really fuck with our community and uh allow white people to feel that they can do and say anything to us and they still black Jason Whitlock is still black. Ben Carson is still black. Henry Kane is still a black man. Stacey Dash is black. You know what I mean? So that's so if we if if I can't kick them out, quote unquote, then no, I'm not kicking you out because you like brunch. No, I don't kick you out because you grew up listening to rock and roll, which black people invented, right? Somehow that got lost in the shuffle. <laughs> it's still our shit um or you grew up liking certain movies and shit that's just not a true measure of what it is to be black it cannot be quantified in just a few simple acts you know it can't be quantified in liking something or not liking something because be honest whatever you're doing if you're black that's now black okay now you're a black physicist well you guess what you did you're you're physicing physicisting while black that's what you're doing right now you know every like you can't take it out and i think the impetus to try to have a pecking order um of blackness and kick people out is all from insecurity because there's a lot of people that have bought into the idea that in order to be the blackest black person i have to be the one who is always telling the other black people they're not black enough you know uh it's like with the rock doing that movie right he wants to do this movie and most of us associate uh what's the name what's the name of that dude karen john henry most of us associate john yeah. henry mm-hmm. i think it's john henry. i think it was it's something henry most of us can most of us think of him as this big strapping dark-skinned black man that's a lot of the imagery we've seen whatever right 
there's an argument a colorism argument of like this light skin this light skin dude is erasing the role for some darker black man to take and it's not fair you know in that way um there's there's a there's an argument to be had there that i would understand i, I i'm not mad at you but then i've seen people saying when has he ever been black i don't know when he was in a nation of domination in wwe which was uh, a fucking a group about uh, black dudes that were basically like the nation of uh, the fruit of islam nation of islam he wasn't just in the group as the white dude he was fucking black you know the fact that he's always said i have a black father the fact that he said i'm a black man that's enough for me and it should be enough for every fucking body because you don't get to tell somebody they're not black because you don't because you're mad they took a role you don't want them to have no nah, what you can say is i still don't think you should get that role but it don't make you not black but people just flip-flopping shit on that all the time and consistency is king man you have to be careful with these motherfuckers man you have to be careful you know amara amara la negra black she latinx too but she black you know what i mean like that that shit is really destructive it leaves a lot of scars and ultimately it's really about yourself it's really about what you're what you're defining as blackness and show me the health and what's healthy about that limiting us what's healthy about that that's the first part of what you said that i wanted to respond to the second part is this uh a lot of black people measure their blackness by how mean they are to white people yes and those people just always come off like johnny come lately's or something like i think <laughs> all of us that kind of step into like the like learning about race and talking about race i think we all have those phases i think we almost all start there because you start learning your history and learning this country's history and there's a part of you that gets angry and there is no quelling that anger and so over the years you the more you educate yourself the more it kind of i think it has to get focused right i wouldn't say it tones down but it gets focused mm-hmm. um and i think that's some real shit like a lot of us start with these white people are fucking all of my trash they're racist and why would i ever want to see a why would i give a white man a ride in my car you know like you you want to reverse racism the shit i know it's not a real thing but you know what i mean but yes i feel you like you want to reverse you like right white people shouldn't it's like it's like that part in black panther you cannot talk like everybody want to do that to white people all the time like (laughs) but but that's like a phase i think for a lot of people and i think on social media and stuff people get stuck in that phase or they find power there and they find other black people that are coming into that phase or coming into that that area maybe and they just keep exacerbating and then you have this whole group of people that's just like i don't i know white people exist but i don't ever want to hear from them i don't ever want them to say something i don't want them to ever have an experience that contradicts mine i don't want them to ever have an opinion that i can that disagree with uh they better shut the fuck up they're white and i'm not so they better listen to me and all this type of shit and i don't know i just never been like that you know like if there's merit to what you have to say i'll listen to it based on the merit of what you had to say not because you're white black whatever the fuck there's black people that say wrong shit there's white people that say the right thing there's no meritocracy there's no hierarchy to me there's no um you know if you go about the way that some of these people set up their rules jason whitlock should be listened to more than um uh 
uh what's a woke white dude more than chris um who's captain america karen chris evans more than chris evans and i'm like nah i would fuck with chris evans a thousand percent of the time over jason whitlock my captain america right you know so i i'm i i I feel people on that and then (sighs) i'm gonna leave the other part of that out because it's just gonna be me but just there's a certain type of people that do that shit and if they get stuck there in that power then they get stuck there i'm i'm not i think that's an illusion of power and control you know so um anyway I, i try to avoid it and i don't want our show to become it i've never wanted any of the spaces that we have to become it uh someone's on my facebook page the other day and they were disagreeing with this lady and they was like well a white woman would say that and i'm like yeah let's keep it real it's not just about her being white because white people are allowed to have fucking opinions on my page if i don't agree with the opinion i tell them i don't agree with it it doesn't mean i have to sit up there and be like she white y'all better listen nah it's just we disagree cool person we disagree you know we'll probably get into that tomorrow or something but um as far as the whole it's a it's a as y'all can guess is i'll follow up the hallway hillary because nigga she really did get to go on the fucking news and explain her point as i predicted so we'll get into that then but just the whole point of like um measuring blackness by hatred of whiteness or um meanness towards people or shit i'm just not into that and kicking black people out of being black because they ain't seen the last dragon and shit i'm not into that or because they're from africa or because what i just i'm not into it a lot of people are but them people don't speak for me they speak for themselves you know i'll leave it at that all right karen was there anything you gonna add yes uh first of all when because i'm just thinking about what she said and your blackness is your blackness and a lot of people need to get very very comfortable in that phrase your black experience is your black experience can't nobody take it away from you it doesn't mean it's, it's, it's not valuable. It doesn't mean it don't count. Your black experience is your black experience. And we all don't have the same black experience. And we all, particularly for people who live in America, you are going to be affected by whiteness and white supremacy, period. Some people have had different experiences with white people and white supremacy, which will dictate their opinions on how they feel about things and where their anger level is and things like that um and it goes back to what you say i do not kick people out of blackness i do not strip you away from blackness i do not say your blackness is more or less valuable because you may have been raised in an environment that may have been more predominantly white and i may have been raised in an environment that that um is more predominantly black at the end of the day when somebody looks at me just like somebody looks at you we're both niggers so it's at the end of the day that's a black experience too like that is also something that unifies us that's why i even if i see somebody younger and i can see people being confused not really knowing not really understanding at the end of the day i still have compassion and i understand because it's one of those things where when it comes to blackness what people don't want to talk about i don't care where you are on the color spectrum of blackness everybody at some point in time struggles with their blackness in various ways some people struggle with not being black enough. Some people struggle with being too black. Some people struggle with 
you know uh, uh, um, I'm black but white people I'm not I'm, I'm too black for white people and not black enough for black people some people go well I'm black and I get criticized in in blackness itself you know and I also have to deal with white people too so all these groups of people around actually are affected by white supremacy and at the end of the day that's the foundation of a lot of people they're just that anti-black that anti-whiteness like they're like hey I'm tired of white supremacy I'm going to go the complete opposite and it's like fuck all them white people you can't be like that either all white people aren't terrible and all white people aren't bad you know it's one of these things where uh as and and, and I think that but I did that feeling that people get once they begin to learn and begin to educate themselves that internal anger that you get that's real and I think the reality of how fucked up this country is and the reality of the fucked up things that white people have done to us in this country and our forefathers that shit is real and that shit will never go away and it will never be erased and there's nothing that we could do to um fix those problems because that is the past but what we can do is help the future and helping the future means that you got to reach across the aisles guess what the the structure of this country you can't do anything in this country without some help or support from white people which is what people don't want to admit you know a lot of times uh because a lot of money and resources come from them you know let's keep that real uh, because we don't have the, the generations and the generations of the generation of black people that have got this wealth that they could give like that. Um, and so I think that your black, that goes back to the point of your blackness is your blackness. I want people to get comfortable in their blackness. I wish some people would learn how to love their blackness and not hate their blackness and not despise their blackness and not think that their blackness is not enough and try to do everything to run away from their blackness. And the thing is, I think you and uh, Tia was talking, Tia also was talking on, on, on one of your shows and Tia said, you know what, when it comes to the revolution, guess what? You're going to have all types of people in the revolutions. You're going to have the single mamas. You're going to have the single daddies. You're going to have the ghetto people. They're going to be twerking. They're going to be speaking Ebonics. They're going to be all this thing encompasses blackness. It's all blackness. You're going to have educated. You're going to have non-educated. We all are black, y'all. We all are black. And just because we don't, we have all these various different backgrounds, does not negate and does not take away from your blackness be comfortable in your blackness and love people blackness wherever it is yeah i think um another thing these conversations i see in the chat people talking about it doesn't really happen like this in real life that often and that's true we don't really sit around and talk about black checking each other in person as much um but uh, i think online people get a more callous they get to be more vindictive there's a lot of uh i don't like this thing therefore these type of black people aren't really black there's i didn't experience these things there's people who you know a big hurdle for me was you know and realizing it during the show time that we've been recording was being like hey there's black people that keep telling me i've had an experience when i was a kid that i felt picked on because i wasn't black enough by either white people or other black people and you know for a long time i was just like "Mm." nigga that doesn't happen because the way i grew up that doesn't happen i grew up black as fuck i grew up in a black ass neighborhood i grew up with brown black people black friends i didn't have white friends so i was 20 something years old i was out of college by the time i had a fr- person i would call a friend and they were white um and i was like my whole life i've you know i've been around black people and we don't 
do that to people like oh you talk like this well your ass ain't black enough but then i realized i was invalidating their experience i was telling them what happened to them like it didn't happen and that's not fair you know what i mean that was wrong with me so uh i remember i apologized on the show and shit because it was just like a revelation i had the point and i think the reason i got defensive or the reason i felt like dismissive is because i don't want that person to experience pain right attached to their blackness from other black people and instead that's me not owning up to it and i don't do the thing where people go well get over it nigga because i understand a lot of us are dealing with stuff that happened to us in our formative years and it can be your whole lifetime that you struggle with that um i hope they can let it go i hope people adjust to it there at some point it is your problem no more now it's no longer you're not 14 now it's your problem you're 30 that's just unfortunately the way the world works the things that happen to you become your baggage at some point um but i don't want to become the person that goes that doesn't happen you know uh you listen to rock and roll people make fun of you that doesn't happen it does happen absolutely Mm -hmm. does happen uh, I remember joking my brother about listening to white people music when we were kids. And then I would put in Green Day and be like, this shit is pain. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, man, ain't bring no white people music in this shit, man. Let me put this motherfucking, well, I'm going to listen to this. Oh, mm, okay. So, okay. So apparently Stone Temple Palace is pretty fucking dope. Right. Apparently you know? this shit is lit. So, so like that was kind of a thing where, you know, we joke about or whatever, but i would never seriously i mean the way i grew up it was ridiculous to us the the concept of someone not being black because you didn't like a thing they did because because we literally just didn't have enough white people around for that to be (laughs) a real threat it's like i gotta come back to the black ass even the nerdy kids in our neighborhood was still black because it's like you gotta come back to we had kids that went to the catholic school the private school they were still black we played fucking we played in their yards like you didn't get a choice to not be black and even if we wanted to ostracize you couldn't we stuck there you know so my experience was different and i just couldn't imagine another person's experience and 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 that being happening to someone seems so horrible right you know? right and and the thing is sometimes people don't realize you might not mean no harm but the response to dismiss it, it, even though you don't mean it in a negative way it it kind of contributes to white supremacy even though you don't mean because you're trying to erase their blackness just like if you was to come out and say a cop shot me or i got assaulted by a cop white people will come out and dismiss you because they just want to dismiss your experience because if you dismiss the experience you don't have to talk about the root of the problem it's that atlanta episode the one about the school about the fubu um when Ern's going through all this drama worried about his clothes because this could be the death knell of your reputation as a black child in this black school and the white dude was like i wore this shirt three times this week like white people don't give give a fuck it's not just that they don't give a fuck we don't make it a problem for them right we're like oh yeah white people a white dude listening to nirvana we're like yeah he listened to nirvana and he listens to krs1 like there's nothing weird about that a black dude listened to nirvana and krs1 and it's like you listen that white boy shit you know it's it's just it is fucked up and it's a holdover from white supremacy and um the idea of a pecking order is also a holdover from that the the second thing i want to say is um it reminds me of how light-skinned people 
now that i know grow up and stuff they deal with like their own issues within the community um people you know calling black light-skinned men soft right uh light-skinned women they're considered prettier and all this shit but then that then turns people into like like they didn't deal with some like you think you better than that shit even if they don't they have to like i constantly see light-skinned people now like having to be like i have privilege i know this colorism is real because they just been drilled so much that they're like i don't want no problems i get it i'm not you know i get it you know um but even in the way that we look at each other you can kind of see that there's a connection there that is still blackness you know what i mean um actually let me uh wait i have 30 more minutes Melania. Uh, oh wait no okay let me go to the next session because uh this shit about to get me cut off i could tell it just said i had 30 more minutes but i'm 90 percent sure that's not true Uh, one one day we might test that yeah today but today is not the day that we will have that conversation come on um all right let me go over here go live invite everybody over and i will add you to the screen um all right i just sent the invite cool all right uh and i'll wait because i know we're gonna get a little echo when you uh, add yourself to the screen mm-hmm. uh, um, all right i'll keep going then for a second all right go, go, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, what what just happened <laughs> but for some reason when i come in uh-huh. it, it, there we go all for right. some reason when i come in it keep asking hey you won't do your camera bitch i saved it the first time what is this i'm sorry go ahead oh uh, so uh the, the 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 connection we have is still there right so i know now like i see light-skinned women that go up for dark-skinned women and I, you know maybe some people feel it's patronizing or not but i do think we want what we don't have right every every big man in, in that plays basketball wants to be a point guard every point guard wishes they were tall so they could dunk everybody wants what they don't have right big man want to dribble point guard want to shoot want to want to dunk um that's kind of how a lot of times the stuff that as we grow up and grow into experiences i bet you there's a lot of light-skinned people that's like i wish i had the most darkest blackest onyx ass motherfucking I, skin now so that these white people know i'm not the motherfucking one you I, know what i, I mean i've had like, people as an adult i've had people tell me that and i used to be like wow they'd be like yeah i you, most of my family is dark like darker than me and i i used to suntan i just wanted right. to be darker and i didn't even know those stories until you get older right the assumption is white people think a thing is good therefore black people must be okay with it because hey you're benefiting from this thing and then you you talk to people where they're like nah i that wasn't my experience like i understand these people are dangerous as well i understand that my proximity to them is puts me in danger i don't like like i don't like that feeling you know like people often like make like not light of but they'll be like what's up with it uh colorism in hollywood and in marriages and these dark men marrying these light-skinned women i'm like i wonder how much of that is like some subliminal shit of of subconscious shit of like i want a dark ass man because i want my babies to be dark i want to be around dark like i don't want this thing that people assume that i want you know i wonder i don't know if there's ever been studies or anything looked into that but 
you know um i wonder about that stuff and then also watching dark-skinned black women grow into confidence you know what i mean kind of like that's been beautiful to me too and these are all parts of different journeys of blackness you know people learn their natural hair journeys not that natural hair makes you more black or not but just Mm-mm. watching people that went i didn't think it was possible to feel or be beautiful if i if i didn't have my a perm in my hair that's just a thing i was taught and i think i just never questioned and then bam now this movement's in and people are like fucking tutorial artists there's all kinds of products there's a you know like people want representation in 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 in, in now where they're like where's the 4c curls in this in this video where's you know we're watching things change you know and and it's cyclical because froze were in in the 70s like but we're watching things kind of change and i think that's beautiful and it's this connection that we all have to each other and i think we should acknowledge it rather than use it to bash each other with so when i see nuck if you brunch as a you know pejorative i'm always like who's that supposed to hurt like who was who are the bad guys in that scenario who you know other black people that enjoy trap music and brunch are those bad people now we're not supposed to like them you know um it's that whole thing again so yeah go ahead i'm sorry i don't know and i think for me uh, a lot of times and the older i get the more i begin to question things about myself which actually made me challenge myself to view things differently a lot of times when things happen and people's first instinct is to feel a certain way ask yourself is it really rooted in white supremacy which is something people don't ask themselves because a lot of things that we say a lot of things that we do a lot of views that we have about certain things are stemmed and have a connection to white supremacy and we don't even realize it and so i had to question myself okay if something happens why do i feel this way what's making me feel negatively about this particular thing or even sometimes what's making me feel positively about this particular thing is it seeped in some form of white supremacy if i really look down to the root of the problem will white supremacy be the answer if it is i need to reevaluate why i feel like this i need to reevaluate what is this thing in me that i need to kill because at the end of the day white supremacy is the problem it's the root is the foundation of the problem and a lot of times for a lot of black people in my opinion to be free you've got to almost reprogram your brain out of white supremacy easier said than done you have got to literally reprogram your brain relearn rethink and that shit is hard to do because guess what if you've been told this thing and how you feel has been right for 30 40 50 60 70 years all of a sudden you realize hey this programming that i've had this brainwashing truthfully that i have is incorrect because the thing is the country is designed to brainwash everybody to so that white supremacy reigns it's programmed to divide brown people amongst each other it's programmed to divide lgbtq among it's like everything we can do to get people to argue about everything else but white supremacy because the thing is if this country and if the people that are truly affected by white supremacy including poor white people if if they actually got the realization that you're impacted by white supremacy too if they came to that realization 
this country would change like like it would be almost like a flip Mm. because truth be told the people that empower is a actually small percentage the people that actually uh, uh run the country it's a small percentage because they're actually supposed to represent the people they don't and they don't represent the people why because of white supremacy they cheat they trick people they trick people particularly a lot of white people into this dream we're doing this thing we're selling you one day you will have this dream too one day you will get to the point that that we want you to feel superior to to these other groups of people because as long as we can trick you into feeling superior and we don't want you we don't want you to see the reality because we've painted the illusion that you are better than everybody else we've painted this illusion you have actually benefited you haven't benefited as much as me because you're not a billionaire but you've benefited in various different ways in your life if we could trick you into the illusion that these things you got were uh not because you're white it's because i work hard and i'm better than you know because the thing is when you say these things a lot of times white people tighten up and they get mad they get angry because they don't want to accept the fact that you have benefited in this country based off the color of your skin based off of white supremacy that you have been taught also and everybody in this country i don't care who you are you have been affected by it directly or indirectly affected by it and the thing is when when the scales fall off of white people's eyes and they look around and they realize this shit is fucked up oh my god i have to correct this they have to be reprogrammed too that's the thing everybody has to have some form of reprogramming in the way they think the way they act their thought process it has to be a reprogramming from the foundation and that means people have got to change and that means you have to be you have to put your ego to the side you have to put your pride to the side you have to be willing to deal with correction like 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 and that's part of the rebuilding process and the thing is I've come to the conclusion, and, and maybe I might be wrong, most people don't want to grow. <laughs> the average person does not want to grow. The average person does not want to change. The average person does not want to challenge themselves. The average person does not want to take the mirror, look at themselves, and go, there's a blemish on me. Let me fix me. Everybody always want to take that mirror and turn it around and point it at everybody else and act like everybody else is to fault for everything. When at the end of the day, it's white supremacy, and you have to look in yourself to correct the white supremacy that's deep down within you before you you can help somebody else change their minds or, or fix their views on white supremacy and it's a deep issue that nobody wants to address and nobody wants to talk about it's the big ass elephant in the room and a lot of conversations and white people are scared because they don't know how black people and brown people are going to respond brown people are scared because they don't know how white people are going to respond and, and and the thing is white people because of white supremacy instead of white people going learning from themselves and educating themselves and using all these tools like the library and the internet they look at white at black people and these brown people to explain shit to them baby i cannot explain the decades in the century of oppression that my i can't do this this is something that you have to take upon yourself and you've got to learn it i'm not obligated to do that now there are some people that's their thing they go out here and they march and they teach and they do these classes you are doing the lord's work god bless you but the average black person does not want that burden because my life is fucking hard enough and and I should not be obligated just to try to make it home every day and also 
teach a white person not to shoot me and not to kill me and what it means to call the police i shouldn't have to carry my burden and your burden too being black in this country is fucking hard enough i should not have to be obligated to do all these things and it it it, it goes down to the foundation and the root of the problem white supremacy that you know and that's something that people don't want to correct and people don't want to fix and people don't want to talk about that boils down to and i don't mean to get on tangent but i i, I just i just got to get this out of me that's also boils that down to why people don't want to talk about slavery why people don't want to talk about voter suppression why people don't want to talk about these things because if you talk about these things you have to address the the bigger thing in the room because like i said as we've gotten older roger me and you have talked about it i've gotten to the point that i want to learn about my history i want to watch slavery stuff i want to do this because i was one of the people that was afraid of of addressing the real issue of white supremacy i was afraid of if i begin to look at this and if i allow these emotions to overtake me will it be too much will it wash me away will it get me to the point that i'm so angry and so depressed that that i will begin to have hatred in my heart but the thing is i've came to the realization learning about something and educating yourself does not have to equal hatred you know learning that that these things happen does not equate to all people all white people are evil and that's that's a trick based on white supremacy that we have to teach ourselves that it's good to educate yourself because if you educate yourself from the past you will understand that the same tactics that they're using right now in this country are the same tactics they used in the 1800s the 1700s the 1900s it's the same fucking tactics and we will be better and we would could fight against it more if we knew better and if we knew how to properly fight against white supremacy yeah and and like a lot of that was kind of directed towards like white folks and stuff but even within the community i mean like a lot of the stuff is we've taken that on like that whole we need to be divided let me show you how i'm better than different than these other niggas you know what i mean let me show that the way they go about things is wrong the way i go about things are right and we've adopted a certain level of like respectability the other way right where it's like you know like people have to get this universal understanding i think of the guy who's wearing his pants on his waist and the guy that's sagging same guy you know what i mean like we have to get to that point where we're like that guy has the same value to society we can't we can't less than we can't but buy into the either one of those like oh you got your pants on your waist you coon ass sellout and we can't buy into oh you got your pants off your waist you fucking uh thug ass that we can't if when we buy into it it just does the work for them um and i think that's a huge part of it and um yeah i i, I don't think kicking people out of blackness or whatever is going to be productive because it's impossible so so once once you get there it's already a waste of energy and people feel like social media has given them tools to be able to do that and i think that's what we're seeing now with this resurgence of it is kind of like well i got i can make a group on facebook and not let people in i can block certain people i can you know this guy doesn't count this girl doesn't count you know there's that whole that's that whole part of it where i think everyone gets stuck at you know but i don't want our show to be that Mm -mm. and i don't want to be that personally no and there's a lot of people that do want to be that and i look at them and question their motives and i not and not just their motives but like 
what kind of work do they need to do on themselves so they can get out of that pipe dream because there's a lot of people that spend a whole lot of time trying to tell you that you know who is and isn't black enough who who counts and who doesn't count and and it just it's not true if anything it's kind of sad because um there are people i wish i could be like yeah this person right here don't represent me because of their views and i wish that they didn't count as part of the black experience and shit but that's just not that's just not how it works you know the hotel dudes are black i don't get to say they're not real black men and shit they are you know the only thing i can do is challenge their opinions and put out actual things that are true and then 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 sit up there and pretend they don't exist you know i don't get to do that you know um and then the last thing i'll say too a lot of people just operating from a place of hurt right and pain and so i have empathy for the people who want to control um the way they view the world the way the world views them and the world they the world views black people i have empathy for them because what they're essentially still trying to avoid is the gaze of white supremacy and the punishments of not conforming and fitting in and being white enough they still i still have some empathy for them because a lot of people go through these phases too mm-hmm. where you're like well if i wear a suit and tie to work every day maybe they won't fucking shoot me you know but th- th- everyone you know a lot of us were taught this I agree. you know yes, so it's agreed. not it, it doesn't come out of nowhere it's just uh, like you said untangling yourself from it is a lifelong task and i'll, I'll never be done with it um nobody ever will be done with it and i don't think there's like a promised land or magical step you get to i just think Mm -hmm. you're always you know it happens all the time i just i'll be doing something i'll be like wait do i think that's because oh yeah i do that's not healthy i don't change my mind about that i'm never gonna say that again you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah uh yeah because the older i've getting gotten the more i've gotten i've respectability politics is i know my generation a lot of us were taught that and like i said i was taught hey when you do this you go on job interviews you're presented a certain type of way but the the older i got and i was like it don't fucking matter it's also bullshit I right work with a, i work with a white dude named dusty i worked with him that happened there's no nigga that can get a job at the place i was working called dusty there's no fucking way period you know i worked with a white girl who was like a alt guitar singer and had kind of like a, a, a ultimate alt, alt look that was fine i worked with people with piercings in their face hair colored a certain mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. no one's ever said that person can't work here but let it be just a black person with dreads now all of a sudden it's i don't know if you're gonna get a job with that you know as if a job is the ultimate end all be all to the value of of your life but anyway all a long 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 tangent but all that to be like um uh we try we are trying to make this show representative of people that like are more accepting of each other than building building up fences between each other to be like only these blacks may apply you know that being said it doesn't mean we gotta agree on everything it doesn't mean that uh every opinion is valid and shit like there's motherfuckers that are gonna you know there's motherfuckers i don't fuck with they black i never say they ain't black but i don't fuck with them 
same you know so it, you know it's not like i'm some jesus motherfucker no, we're not sitting over here trying to preach that we can all get along shit i just know blackness is a tie that binds whether you deny it or don't and i know white supremacy is something you can't get away from and whether you're reacting to it or use or work or acting acting in concert with it it's still controlling your actions Correct. so you have to find a way to find who you really are despite all the shit that we go through what do you really like what about you what is you and what is you trying to cope with this fucked up world uh all right we got some uh comments in the emails and that's it diamond and silk said uh diamond and silk this from leslie who says hey rod did you know diamond and silk have a movie it's playing at my amc theater uh at 7 p.m uh no i will not be seeing that flop buster <laughs> no i didn't know they had a movie what the fuck right sponsored by the gop what's happening here right um 1768 from derica who says uh hey uh y'all i totally agree blackness is a journey i admit my awakening didn't really begin until college specifically during the aftermath of trayvon martin's murder and i'm still figuring this out yeah man i I can't i think i must have made this point when i was talking about um even taylor swift because people were like i don't trust it something's up and i'm like nigga some of y'all wasn't woke eight years ago what are you talking about like some of y'all were were up here listening to taylor swift eight years ago or whatever the fuck like chill like everything ain't gotta be a spike lee movie Mm-mm. okay you got here cool all right let's roll i'm done i'm moving on like uh you know I, the joke is making you know welcome to the cookout but but initially all it all, all i'm really trying to say is i'm not holding the space of hatred in my heart for shit like this like I, you did something good cool bye like it don't mean I'm, I'm gonna start bumping all your albums and shit it just it really does mean i think what you did is going to make the world a better place in the long run even if it's just a little bit and so many people are invested in making the world a worse place i am actually appreciative of the people that take time out and go i'm gonna go the opposite way on this right uh i come from a clan of southern negroes i can tell y'all how many colorful ways i was told to be careful around white folks coming up so i've always been aware of my blackness but i never knew of the ideas of unity and pride outside of my own family or that we have a voice and not just like and not just live with an it is what it is mentality on our experiences now i'm focused on learning about and contributing to all the black things i can i'm still working on being able to watch and read about black experiences though i feel like karen did with not wanting to, my, uh, to face it because it hurts and the pain like she said i recently read a document a document on the history of lynching that was very informative but boy did it fuck me up so many tears but hey it's a journey and i'm happy to be in this um yeah hey i read a lot of stuff i don't know when it kicked over for me but at some point it became kind of clinical not that it should be but it did but more importantly than clinical this is something that doesn't people don't talk about when they talk about reading about these things okay because what you normally hear is this so you don't want to learn your history what kind of black person is and they guilt you into it you know what i mean like you know and or they or they do this one i cried so hard when i saw right 12 years of slave i walked outside and there were whip marks on my back right i was looking like get the fuck away from me right like they do that one i don't have either one of those as my sales pitch here's my sales pitch to you here's and i think a lot of black people all across the country maybe that maybe you'll hear this and this might help you it made me feel like i wasn't crazy right and that's what i needed 
because sometimes you see this shit that's happening in the world today not in the history books you turn on the news right fucking now and you see some of they yanked 40 black women off of a bus that where it was taking them to go vote early vote in georgia and you know they were gonna vote for stacy abrams and the fucking police took them off of that bus probably put guns in their faces and shit that isn't black history that is today that shit will make you cry now okay so um when i read that that happened before in 1962 it makes me feel like oh this is not new it has been here these people know what they're doing their loved ones and relatives and offspring are the people doing it now so i know not to expect to there can be no quarter there can be no bargaining there can be no inch given like we cannot like while this shit has uh morphed and changed over time it's still here so at no point during like the obama administration i think we were post-racial so all these people that felt like they got a wake-up call two years ago i didn't feel like that all these people that thought trump couldn't win i never felt like that Mm-mm. you know i'm like but nixon won twice like why can't he win once you know like uh yeah so all these people that i've never seen america like this okay you just don't read but maybe if you read you wouldn't feel so blindsided you wouldn't feel so hopeless and more importantly um you wouldn't feel so crazy you just wouldn't feel like does nobody else care about this but me you would realize right this shit has been happening people been telling us people still telling us people putting this stuff in a historic perspective and you're and you're and now you're knowing why certain things are fucked up and how they stay fucked up you know when people say stuff like slavery's over what are y'all mad about i'm like i don't know the fact that all these black people are in prison is still legalized slavery mm-hmm. you know something that kanye said that everybody got mad about but all of us pretty much agree with that one might not agree about his whole abolish 13 amendment stupid shit but we we do agree that prison is slavery legalized slavery right and it's mostly affecting disproportionately black and brown people in this country the country that incarcerates the most people in the world i think we even over china now so yes (laughs) it don't have a fraction of their population while we look down on china and shit um anyway y'all know what i'm saying my point being like don't educate yourself because you need to go cry or whatever or feel bad i don't want you to feel bad but at some point it's gonna click over man some point and some of these books are not the crying type of book Mm -mm. some of these books are like um like i said that the volia glimpse um uh, out of the house of bondage book just it makes shit make so much sense to me because i'm like okay this is how white women have been complicit this is the experience specifically of black women under slavery which if you look at black women pretty much at any time period in, in america you're looking at american history because all of it affects them so i'm list, i'm reading this and i'm like oh white women been on this shit of jealousy patriarchal stuff control the spread the the spreading of the myth of the lazy indignant uh sexually monstrous uh while also insubordinate black woman 
that was everything that 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 stereotype was everything white women were actually being at the time you know under the thumb of white men but still they're the ones that don't clean their own house but they call you lazy because you was a slave ain't cleaning their house fast enough they call you a bad mother because you can't be around their kid your kids because you're raising their kids you know that it's that kind of thing they call you uneducated because they won't give you a school but you walk in their kids to school every morning right it's that kind of shit and reading it in their words oh so then you look at somebody like a tina fey or taylor swift or whenever they fuck up or whenever somebody's like i don't understand this black feminism thing i'm like this battle's been being fought for 200 years 400 years y'all been fighting this battle of course you don't get it you won't pick up this book but my black ass will and now i know why it's like that you know so um let's see uh i sincerely thank y'all for being open to sharing experiences i really learned from uh, a lot from from you both long live tvgwt thank you no doubt no doubt uh uh this is tonya who says hi i'm toy and i'm a new listener i wanted to say i started listening about two three weeks ago i was on the phone with my aunt who lives in the queen city i moved to atl a little over a year ago and i miss charlotte anywho while i was on the phone with her on my way to work she tells me the white girl from that apartment complex is on good morning america i immediately started laughing and told her about your podcast i said the blackout tips called it he said they were going to find her and put her on the news i just wrote this to say y'all be knowing don't i people ask me what was the name of that book again uh out of the house of bondage that's stuff only a glimpse book okay you know did you name another book that's the only one i named today okay. um i mean i i got a bunch of books but that's the only that's the only one i named today um there um shit um you could read there's this other book oh, why can't i remember oh you know what i i one of these days i'll give you my book list again i think i've already said it on a show or two but i'm getting sidetracked just thinking about what fucking books i'm i'm reading um i know michelle alexander got that book about prison too but i didn't ma- mention that today uh phil writes in my dearest rod and karen moral has gotten mor- wait morale has gotten low on the front lines of the great cancel wars <laughs> we took a great loss when attacked by yay's army last week and i'm not sure if commander snoop can keep the forces together as we push into the coon territory to flank the hud and <laughs> and it's general carson someone su- suggests we use the re- reruns of Deezus and Merrill show as a first wave attack to dishearten the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you like this in quail pen? What's happening here? Right. So, like, are you eating some fucking hard tech right now? Are you doing this? Sound like some of that uh, Ken Burns documentary shit. I know. Gun cannons going on around you. Should have had a lonely ass trumpet playing in the background or some shit uh now to the point i really got to write this email i promise a few months back i found you guys around december so i'm not a long a long time listener but i have become a faithful one and one day hope to be able to pay my tithes to the church it was an episode of miss andre that i first heard about your show when i when i when mentioned by ray sani or as i like to call her bay sani 
uh she mentioned being on an episode of yours and i never found that episode but a few weeks later you all had marcia on so that was enough that i had been hooked uh, at that moment the first thing i noticed was karen's unapologetically black laugh and then rod's consistency at which you all put out i mean then rod's words and insight made me reevaluate my views on life and how i view the world as a trash ass man hey welcome to the club buddy uh how how i have been benefiting off the privilege of being a man albeit black but i do have a bit of it uh but i do have a bit of it in this patriarchal society yeah i think people here black like if i if you say anything about black men having any level of privilege we are we want to hold on to it so bad we get defensive and just like basically go there is no privilege to being a man in america unless it's white and that's bullshit yes it is you know it doesn't mean the same as a white man it doesn't mean you have the same privileges even but it's it's some bullshit like you know we can be abusive to a certain level and not be held accountable we can i saw someone the other day being like uh you have to really be thankful for a man that when you're married doesn't cheat when you're pregnant doesn't cheat on you for nine or ten months that's a real keeper da 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 and i was like that's a low-ass bar because we dudes the bar just low for dudes i was telling justin that this morning i was like i'll I'll post a picture of me cooking something and people be like wow cooking i'm like women do this every day you know what i mean and i try to it ain't the same you you you, that's what you're expected to do like i try to make the food look good and all that stuff i'm not like i love you know making a good looking meal and all that shit but at the same time my nigga that's not it's like i was folding clothes the other day it's sploosh whoa whoa everyone calm down it's just folding clothes right. but but you have a penis you're not supposed to do that you identify as a man don't you yes sploosh <laughs> like, you identify as a man anyway like we won't be sure ain't nothing else going on now the segments you all have and the consistency of what you put out episodes are just what i needed while i had my contracting job out in saudi arabia and over there work uh we worked from sunday to thursday so i also had an episode to listen to at my desk the weather where i was was great almost uh a constant 72 and a little little to no rain but the culture there was not for me the women just got the right to drive out there so it was common to see an 8 to 13 year old behind the wheel of a giant suv with two to three grown women in it yikes they also just unbanned movies in the country as well well i guess that's good the patriarchy is a mug though uh to the highest extent uh from what i saw in my short year there but back to my american issue to the my american issues i got a story about VA, the va spending three million on the statue protection it almost made me crash my car uh, oh yeah that story yeah i left the military last may because i didn't want to serve in this country uh that doesn't want to help people that look like me and besides how bad the job market is in some areas of this country i know i made the right choice it is a known issue that it takes an average of three to six months to get your va claim started and maybe nine to get the rating to see if you are entitled to any compensation for your time and that uh if in that and that's not retirement pay Ooh, uh plus the countless homeless vets walking the american streets where people can't peacefully protest without being branded as traitors like the people that these statues are uh are actually of come on but i digress you two have also sparked my interest in the walking dead which are recaps thinking about actual human nature and decision the characters making the show not the past showrunners um has uh brought back the enjoyment yeah man I i think that's a big key to watching the walking dead is because i always see that as a complaint of like well they still having the same issues 
and i'm like though that's humanity we as people are having the same issues the walking dead is just a corollary it's a show about rebuilding humanity and civilization what would it look like and instead people just see zombies and they think kill everybody that's not on your team and that that should be the show forever and i i think um i think the show is actually doing something much better which is how would you reform economies how would you reform government how would you reform punishment for criminality um you know what those things matter to me anyway i never stopped watching but it had gotten a bit stale guess the race fucking with black people and the coverage of lgbtq news as bad as it is almost always is kept me on the up and up while being in a different country not watching much tv but that white people news them whites attempting to jazz up our sacred melodies are a treasure in their own right some good (laughs) some some good some great and some epic i was excited i was excited to be able to finally catch you all live uh streaming once i was back in the states but my work schedule has prevented that also congrats on y'all's first live show wish i could have made it as uh, a late b-day gift to myself also learning you are a friend of my favorite sports reporter bamani jones i knew we had to be digital family from then on out i try to get my lady listening to you all but she is out trying to change the world black women with purpose am i right <laughs> she she and so she only listens when she with me i thank you too and your numerous guests uh for the outlet uh you provided me as i sat in my office with a major uh, majority of non-english speakers with a culture that wasn't mine it's only so far a few words that you can learn in arabic uh can go before you run out of things to talk about i'll more than likely write another email and it should have it should take about 54 episodes before i get to it and let's end this email with the sore ratchet and there's five more stars for you too much love and success to you all philip g thanks oh Phillip. thank you baby that was very nice of you it was and next time a uh, couple more spaces like go get some paragraphs going because uh it was a little like a block of text but i appreciate you philip yeah i don't think sometimes people realize that's how it's sent yeah i think sometimes it looks different and then you send the shit and it's just like rod read this text i'm like i'm gonna try <laughs> yeah sometimes it conduces it but you'd be like i know you spaces out but the system was like Mm-mm, block i was how i was highlighting and scrolling it was crazy y'all but i did it karen writes in oh i did hi rod and karen congratulations on your upcoming live show well we already did it she said i'm always at least two weeks behind so it still feels upcoming to me i just wanted to let you guys know i appreciate y'all's podcast i came right on time as after a year uh wait hold on let me scroll over um and make this bigger there we go uh i just wanted to let you know how much i appreciate y'all's podcast it came right on time as after a year i was finally working a job where i could listen to something while working only to find myself twibless and wondering what happened to we nerd hard twib in the morning etc you and karen provided much needed blackness for a fellow introvert in the snowy's part snowiest part of missouri uh filling a void with unapologetic hilariousness as well as upsetting issues within the diaspora yeah it's kind of cool man this this email and the last one like black people that's like i'm stuck out here in the middle of nowhere what's going on my blacks and that's the shit i'm talking about why i don't want to be one of these motherfuckers you ain't black if type of people i don't like that shit you black. black you black you know what i mean party. we always searching for each other that's what mm-hmm. i love about being what i love about being black is we are always on a constant search for each other you see a pwi pretty uh you know like a uh what do you call it? 
predominantly, predominantly white institution college mm-hmm. you see that and what do we always see black student union mm-hmm. all these black we networking each other. we you see all this like we find each other that's what's dope you mm-hmm. know in a country that don't want us to be around each other they don't like groups of us i don't know if you heard i don't know if you've seen more than more than one is the problem they don't like us voting together they don't like a lot of things that we do together they don't like our communities they don't like any of this shit and i love that we keep trying to find each other man it's it's fucking beautiful so i i don't necessarily believe in a religion but i do believe in that shit um anyway i just want to say thanks while simultaneously providing rob with some podcast suggestions all right all right we'll see nightlight is a horror stories from black authors featuring speculative fiction written by wb du bois yes the very same uh standalone story from dread nation basically zombies rising during the civil war and black girls being conscripted into zombie fighting finishing schools uh, among a variety of uh, other award-winning works that sounds cool i normally don't listen to uh fiction uh podcast but I, I might give that one a shot that'll be my first one uh spooked ghost stories and unexplained phenomenon told by people that actually experienced them is part of the npr slash snatch judgment well that's all i got keep on podcast keep this podcast thing going please sincerely another black woman named karen thank you thank you yeah we appreciate you another black woman named karen uh and that's it for today we'll be back uh tomorrow hopefully um and we may have a guest i haven't got the confirmation on that yet so i'm not gonna say yes but we might have a guest tomorrow which would be cool um so we'll see you guys then um until next time i love you i love you too